Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today and want to spend our final segment uh, talking about uh, an area that I think is is vital uh, up and down the ballot and across our communities, across the country and around the world, and that is the inescapable trust of leadership. Uh, I spent a lot of my career uh, training and working with executives in, in business. I spent time in Washington, D.C., uh, dealing with uh, members of Congress, and uh, and now uh, sitting here, you know, looking and watching and observing leaders and leadership. Uh, trust is the one of the critical components uh, that is often getting swept aside in today's. Uh, look out for number one. Do what helps you. Uh, just do your agenda. Situational ethics, and on and on and on it goes. And this win it in at all costs, at any cost. Uh, we're seeing it play out in such interesting spaces uh, today. If you haven't been following, the uh, Major League Baseball announced its uh, uh, charges and, and penalties against the Houston Astros uh, for what they were involved in in a sign-stealing uh, scheme that they used uh, for several years. Uh, ultimately, in one of the years, they won the uh, World Series. So how did that play out? Uh, as with all things related to cheating, how much did it really impact the conclusion of the game? We we don't know. We can't know. Uh, but is it worth it? At what cost? Uh, Boston Red Sox are also on, under investigation. New England Patriots are under investigation. Uh, for things that are, uh, again, relating to this issue of leadership and trust. And to me, it matters. It matters everywhere. It matters in the highest office in the land. It matters in the boardroom. It matters in our living rooms. Uh, trust and integrity continue to matter. Uh, Back in the first inaugural address, 1789, George Washington said this. He said he hoped that the foundation of our national policy will be laid in the pure and immutable principles of private morality. And then he called on free government to exemplify the attributes that will make its citizens proud and command the respect of the world. Uh, So this kind of public and private morality that Washington called for in our nation's leaders, in our political leaders, uh, didn't require him to be perfect. Washington knew that. He knew he wasn't perfect. But it did necessitate integrity and congruency regardless of the situation. And so here we are in the midst of political season, impeachment rolling on, uh, and a host of other things, scandals of all kinds happening in our nation's capital and in boardrooms across the country Uh, I do think we've got to step back and say trust. 
trust is inescapable for leaders today. And particularly at the country level, if America is going to remain that beacon of hope, of freedom to the world, uh, we've got to get out of the business of saying it's okay or it's just politics. We're going to watch a lot of races play out, and we're going to see a lot of candidates put under incredible pressure to perform or to take shortcuts or to demean and belittle uh, an opponent or weaponize an opponent's words for political gain. And as James Allen's uh, James Allen wisely wrote, you know, circumstances don't make the man or the woman; they reveal them. And when you're put in those highly pressurized situations, what you do then speaks more about who you are at your core than anything else. And throughout the ages, we've seen this. We've seen seemingly great women and great men who've been exposed as less than noble less than genuine, even less than humane when presented with power, with influence, fame, or faced with a a challenging circumstance that they didn't know how to handle. And gladly, the the reverse is also true. We've seen ordinary men and ordinary women when put in the most difficult situations or provided an opportunity where they could have compromised uh, on a path to prominence or power They've risen to extraordinary heights of courage, of character, of selflessness. And that's what we need to to look for. You know, observing how a person treats both other people and the truth, especially when in a position of power or prominence, really tells you a lot about who they are deep inside. And I think that's one of the things we have to look for as we're assessing candidates for office during this 2020 election cycle. What do we observe? What do we observe about who they are? Their relationship to other people, their relationship to the truth is a good indicator about how they're going to operate in office. Or if you're interviewing someone for a key position in your organization, if you really want to be effective in your family, in your community, how we treat the truth, how we talk about other people uh, really speaks volumes in terms of who we really are at our core and, and what really matters most to us. Uh, And so when we look at at public service in particular, uh, what are these men and women uh, who are running for office? What will they do in the private moments? What will they do when no one's watching? What will they do when they don't have to be at their best? What will they do when they're prevented or presented an opportunity to take that shortcut or to uh, maybe fan the flames of of a rumor or innuendo about something that may or may not be true about an opponent? What do we do then? And I think as voters, as citizens, we got to look way more closely at those moments than we do the sparkling campaign ads, the nice bumper sticker slogans, the talking point memos, and the slick brochures. It's really about what is their relationship to the truth. Uh, That's where we have to get. Because I I don't think it's, it's too much to ask our public servants to not only make this country or this state or this community uh, a great place politically, but to really provide that moral leadership. Because if we lack that moral leadership, we really don't have much leadership at all. You can have power, you can have prominence, you can have fame, but if you don't have integrity, if you don't have integrity as a leader, you're really not much of a leader at all. And I firmly and passionately believe 
that for every leader, trust and truth are the inescapable essence of leadership in the 21st century. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.